Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL hosts here to recap everything for you from Tuesday. Then we're going to start off with our biggest game. The biggest game. The Panthers had to mount a comeback to earn their eighth straight win. This time it came in overtime against Anaheim. Locked on Panthers and locked on Ducks has more on a thrilling finish. A hot goaltender on the other side for Anaheim. Not a problem for these Florida Panthers. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers defeat the Anaheim Ducks by a final score of 3-2 to two in overtime. In this one, it was where the Florida Panthers outshot the opposition 55-24. to 24, And yet another game where the Florida Panthers had a period where they had at least 20-plus shots on goal. That happened in the second period where they were happened to uh, tie the game. Their, their lead, they didn't lead at all in this game until the Florida Panthers got that game-winning goal in overtime. A few mental mistakes on the other end left Sergey Bobrovsky out to dry, though they were dominating possession. But John Gibson on the other side for the Anaheim Ducks, 52 of 55. What a stellar performance by John Gibson, really uh, challenging uh, these Panthers. Anthony Duclair gets two goals in this one, including a power play goal, which now makes for the first time in his career 30 goals for Anthony Duclair's career. And this is a guy who's been um hopping from team to team before getting settled in Florida. And of course the game winning goal, Jonathan Huberto getting a steal off Troy Terry and then getting um the game winning goal on a second attempt by on John Gibson. So now um the conversation continues for Jonathan Huberto as he continues to make a race for the Hart Trophy for the league's MVP. So listen to my recap of this Three to two win over the Anaheim Ducks. Make sure to listen to me and Jacob Winans on this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. We'll be discussing more about this three to two win over the Anaheim Ducks. John Gibson had his best performance of the season, but it wasn't enough against the Eastern Conference's top team. Hi, everyone. JD Hernandez here from Locked On Anaheim Ducks, where the Florida Panthers defeated the Anaheim Ducks in overtime, 3-2 in South Florida. John Gibson was spectacular in net, but also give credit to Troy Terry and Trevor Zegris. Zegris with another assist that puts him second in the league in points with 55. And Troy Terry's 33rd goal of the season, also a career high. And by the way, that's an all-star caliber player to you. That's someone that likes to skill it up along with Trevor Zegris, by the way. And Derek Grant, his 14th of the season as well. But back to John Gibson. John Gibson quieting the naysayers at least for one night with his best performance of the season. John Gibson had 52 saves on 55 shots. By the way, those 52 saves are an all-time franchise record. And this despite having a goals against of over 4.5 and, and a save percentage of 868 past the all-star break this was his best performance in months in his 19th game post all-star break he unfortunately has a record of 2 14 and 3 but this was the performance that could turn things around for john gibson for next season and their next game comes at tampa bay where we will see ryan getzloff and Corey perry reunited tune into tomorrow's locked on anaheim ducks for more on this one 
On the other end of the spectrum, Chicago has lost eight straight, falling 5-2 to the Kings on Tuesday night. Locked on Blackhawks and Locked on Kings gives you the full recap. Blackhawks drop their eighth consecutive game and end up falling 5-2 to the Kings at the United Center. What's up, everyone? This is Jack Bushman from Locked on Blackhawks. Yet another lackluster performance by the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. They've now lost eight games in a row and the first four during their current five-game homestand. They're still without a win in the month of April and haven't won since all the way back on March 24th. And tonight, really, it was another inconsistent 60-minute effort like we've seen all season long right out of the gate. The Blackhawks got absolutely throttled in the first period. They fell behind two to nothing. They only wound up mustering up six shots on goal. It was just a horrendous start and put them in a terrible position against the Los Angeles King T Kings team that is very desperate for points right now in the middle of a playoff battle with the Vegas Golden Knights and several other teams. It's a dogfight out West. The Kings really needed this one, and they showed their desperation tonight, and the Blackhawks just simply did not match that effort level. They actually cut the game to uh, cut their deficit to just one in the second period with a goal from Taylor Radish. They started to pick up their play a little bit as that second period went on. They finally found the back of the net. But what happens just 33 seconds later, Los Angeles adds a goal to go right back up by two, regaining control of the game. And those momentum goals have also been something that have killed the Blackhawks all season long, just like their lack of consistent 60-minute efforts. I don't know if they've had any all year, to be honest. So yet another disappointing loss for the Blackhawks tonight, falling 5-2 to to the Kings and losing their eighth consecutive game. For more coverage on this disastrous game by the Blackhawks, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Locked On Blackhawks, your team every day. It wasn't a must-win game, but it was pretty darn close. The Kings beat the Chicago Blackhawks 5-2 with goals from Thousand Oaks native Trevor Moore, two from Blake Lazat, one from Jordan Spence, and one from former Blackhawks prospect slash player Phil Deneau. The Kings needed this win to get back on the right path after their little three-game skid. And after this, they have one game against Colorado, but the rest of the season pretty darn easy in terms of the teams they're going to be facing. So this win gets them back in the right mindset to end their season strong and hopefully secure that spot for the playoffs. So we're going to talk all about the game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Kings, what it means for the team, and take a little bit of a preview of what we could possibly expect against the Colorado Avalanche coming up next. So tune in to Locked on Kings wherever you get your podcasts. The Washington Capitals blew out the Flyers with nine goals last night, and Locked on Capitals takes you through how Washington made it look easy. Locked on Flyers is in as well with the losing side. Hello, this is Dan Holmey from Locked On Capitals. Will the Washington Capitals continue to do Washington Capital things? And what is that win games? And they won big tonight. 16 of Washington's 18 forwards recorded a point against Philadelphia. It marks the fifth instance in franchise history. The Capitals have had 16 players record a point in the same game. The Capitals extend their win streak to four games during the streak, which began on April 6th against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Washington has outscored its opponents 23-10. to 10. That's right, the Washington Capitals destroy the Philadelphia Flyers 9-2. It was a game that saw two goals from Eller, Hathaway, Larson, Oshie, Ovechkin, Shiri, and Faravari. The offensive firepower was firing on all cylinders, and it made the decision on who the number one netminder in Washington that much more difficult. 
as Ilya Samsonov made 19 saves on 21 shots. This Washington Capitals team doesn't know how to lose anymore. This team that just a couple weeks ago was all doom and gloom is poised to make a really great run at the playoffs. They play the Maple Leafs next. It's going to be a big opponent, and uh, the Capitals will be ready. Keep it locked on to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news on your winning Washington Capitals, your team every day. Ottawa snapped a three-game losing skid with a big night out of Tim Stutzel. Locked On Senators tells you how Ottawa got it done. For the third time in 12 days, the Ottawa Senators have beaten the Detroit Red Wings. I'm Ross Levitan from the Locked On Senators podcast recapping a 4-1 victory in Detroit in a game that was probably closer than the score indicated. Ottawa had two empty net goals, both scored by Tim Stutzla, both in the final minute and five seconds of this game, but Ottawa also never trailed. They scored first. Austin Watson opened the scoring with less than five seconds remaining in the first period, a local goal you could say, because Michigan native Josh Norris gives the puck to Michigan native Austin Watson, who scores in Detroit. So that's always fun to see. And after Bertuzzi tied it up for Detroit on a power play in the second period, Ottawa went to work not even three minutes later. It was Drake Batherson in his return from an illness where he lost over 10 pounds in the past week. He picks up right where he left off, getting a goal there. Tim Stutzla scores both empty net goals in this game. So You're looking at a situation where the Senators are starting to feel good against a divisional rival that people are quick to point out is further along in their rebuild. I would say no way. You look at a minus 75 goal differential for Detroit. That decor outside of Moe Sider, wow. A lot of pieces coming, but the pieces you're seeing contribute for the Ottawa Senators in wins like this, three points for Stutzla, game-winning goal for Drake Batherson, Josh Norris an assist, a guy who also had a hat-trick the last time these two teams met, you're seeing the future play out right in front of your eyes. So it's a fun team to watch the Senators with a win, which doesn't really matter in the standings, but it certainly is good to always win those divisional rivalry games. And we're trying to pump the rivalry up here. Hopefully it's a fun one between the Detroit Red Wings and Ottawa Senators for years to come. But we're going to break this one down on Locked On Senators tomorrow. We also have Craig Button coming up on Friday's show. He's releasing his top prospects that he does annually. So stay tuned. For all that, because we've got your team every day. Coming up, the Stars shut out the champs and the Wild halts the Edmonton hot streak. This is Locked On Now NHL. This edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one place for all of your online sports betting needs. Definitely want to head over there now that the NBA playoffs are underway and Major League Baseball is back as well. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now we take another look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Islanders technically got the shootout win on Tuesday night, but the Penguins were the real winners as they gained ground in the Metro. Locked On Pens has more on the dramatic finish and the silver lining. Well, at least there aren't any shootouts in the playoffs, right? Hey, everyone, I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked on Penguins podcast. After the Penguins drop a 5-4 to four chaotic, very wild thriller to the New York Islanders in a shootout. This was the game where the Penguins, I thought, were the better team for most of regulation and overtime, making a power play. Full two minutes, four on three. They are only able to get one shot. That one shot was a beautiful glove save by Elias Sorokin. Then the shootout comes. 
and the Penguins, their controller just disconnects all three of their skaters, fumbled their chances on the semi-breakaway, and the Penguins are able to drop that game. That said, they still got a point. They've gotten three out of a possible four points in their last two games after losing four in a row. Penguins, they will get another crack at the Islanders on Thursday. If they win that game, they will punch their ticket to the Stanley Cup playoffs for the 16th straight year, the longest active streak in North American sports. For more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast with me, Hondra Hodes, wherever you get your podcasts. It all came down to one goal between the Sharks and Predators, and Nashville came out on the winning side of things. Locked on Predators talks about the victory and the playoff implications. It was the night of shots, scrums, and saves as the Nashville Predators took on the San Jose Sharks tonight at Bridgestone Arena. Hi, everyone. I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked On Predators. The last time these two teams met, Nashville came away with an 8-0 victory. Tonight's game was nothing like that. This was a game full of action except for scoring. Nashville came out, had a lot of offensive zone possession time. They had a lead in shots on goal but could not find the back of the net. This game was punctuated by several scrums, including two involving Mark Borwiecki, who was back playing tonight for Nashville after his injury in the Pittsburgh game. Mixed it up several times. It was a physical game with a lot of offensive chances for both teams. Great goaltending. UC Soros played out of his mind, which is exactly where the Nashville Predators need him to be at this point in the season. This game went to overtime. Ryan Johansson scored the first and last goal of the game on a wide angle shot that ricocheted in the net off of a defender. But you know what? We will take that. The Predators did generate, like I said, some really great offensive chances, but could not find the back of the net no matter what they tried. They're going to need to be able to finish coming down the stretch. They have a very difficult final few weeks of the regular season, and they're going to need to be able to put more points on the board to beat some of these teams they're going to be facing. They did walk away with two important points. Preds fans had one eye on this game, and they're keeping one eye on the Dallas-Tampa Bay Lightning game because it's all about that wild card spot, and they are in the playoff hunt. UC Saros, peak form tonight. Mark Borwiecki back at it. The Nashville Predators, Two important points. The Edmonton Oilers have big-time star power, but the Wild were able to contain the marquee names and take a win from Edmonton as a result. Our Locked on Wild host goes over the last time these two teams will play in the regular season. So Kevin Fiala and Ryan Hartman both scored twice, which means they're better than Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, right? Hey, everybody. Seth Sopal, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast recapping another win for the wild this time five to one over the Edmonton Oilers who came in with a six game point streak gone. The Minnesota wilds beat the Oilers in the season series, three games to none outscored them 16 to five. And guess how many goals McDavid and dry had combined one. The wild got two goals as mentioned from Ryan Hartman, two goals from Kevin Fiala. They also got uh, a goal from Freddie Goudreau. And the Wild made this one look easy, just like they have all season against Edmonton. Cam Talbot looked great in net. Jordan Greenway hurt. That's not great. But uh, the Wilds pick up a big win at home before a uh, interesting road trip with games against the Dallas Stars and the St. Louis Blues on tap. 
For more on that and on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you are following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Top prospect Matty Beneers made his NHL debut for the Seattle Kraken last night and picked up his first point along the way. Wasn't going to be enough to beat the Flames in Calgary, though. Our Locked On Kraken host looks to the future after a successful start. Hey, Seattle hockey fans. The good news, Matty Beneers has officially made his NHL debut and got his first official not only NHL point, but Seattle Kraken point. Sets up Ryan Donato for his goal in the game. Unfortunately, the Seattle Kraken drop the game to Calgary. They're on the road, lose the lead, give up an empty netter, lose this game 5-3. to three. We're going to talk about the results, Maddie Veneers, and more coming up on Locked on Kraken. The Stars picked up a huge win over the Lightning in their push for the playoffs. Dallas shut out Tampa and got some much-needed points. Locked on Stars goes into how the Stars stopped the reigning champs. On a stormy Tuesday night in Dallas, Texas, the Stars tame the Tampa Bay Lightning and get the shutout win and get two points to help lift themselves in the Western Conference playoff race. Hey, everybody. Dane Lewis here with the Locked On Stars podcast, coming to you after the Stars' 1-0 to victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning at home. Scott Wedgwood comes in and shuts down the Lightning offensive attack, saving 25 shots, getting a clean slate, perfect game. Fantastic effort from him, and one heck of a play from the Dallas Stars' top line uh, to win the game. Rope Hints getting the game-winning goal and the only goal of the game. And I said on yesterday's episode of Locked on Stars, previewing this game, uh, you know, that it would come down to a battle of the top lines, and the Stars get the advantage in this one. And it's a huge, monumental win as now the Stars get two massive points, and every single point matters at this point on in the season and you know they're trying to distance themselves from the vegas golden knights and trying to catch up and eventually pass the nashville predators to maybe get that first wild card spot rather than the second wild card spot but this game had a little bit of everything both teams go over three on the power play lots of good looks offensively for both squads but just a, a lights out game from both guys in goal and wedgwood for the stars and vasilevsky for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, he did surrender one goal, and that's really what it came down to, is which goalie was going to crack under the pressure first. But we will cover this game in its entirety on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Stars. I cannot wait to see you there. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast as well. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.